It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And yes, it's the national news for week commencing January 8, 2023, in our 28th year of non-stop news. And this week, increase in Australian Maritime College amateur radio fees. And WIA Vice President VK3GK Lee Moyle joins us. Plus much, much more in this 30-minute edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia and the program recorded in Brisbane, Olympic City 2032. Ham Radio News. Nobody does it better. We are VK1 WIA. Good morning. And on behalf of the WIA Board of Directors... I wish everyone a very happy new year for 2023. This is WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Hot off the press is the recent announcement earlier this week from ACMA that AMC, the Australian Maritime College, will be having a price increase of 5% on amateur qualification and call sign services from January the 6th, 2023. Another important announcement comes from Sion Chow, 9 Mike 2 Charlie Quebec Charlie, Mart's VHF Band Planning Committee Chairman, IARU Region 3, is that from January the 1st, 2023, the whole structure of amateur radio in Malaysia is changing. For the very first time, after nearly six years of work since MARPC was established, and after 22 years since WRC 2000, Malaysia is dropping its Morse code testing requirement for those wishing to upgrade to the Malaysian Class A licence. Among other significant changes are, one, Class B licence holders now get to operate from 80 metres, 3.5 megs, to 70 centimetres, 430 megahertz, with 50 watts of transmit power. Two, Class A and B licence holders now get to operate on the new 60 metre band with 15 watts EIRP of transmit power and all HF bands, and Class A holders with 1,000 watts of transmit power. Closer to home, Kevin Johnston, VK4UH, VHF UHF Records Manager for WIA, reports that several new VK VHF microwave records have been approved and added to the WIA website for 2022. These covering records claims from 6 metres through 134 GHz. Important to note is with the approval of the WA board, record claims will now be accepted for new digital contacts on all VHF and UP bands on both national and state call area levels. This change should promote activity, experimentation and development on the higher bands. January is Ross Hull, and for the full month of January each year is the Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHF contest, and it's on now. Some logging software generates a Ross Hull log from the summer VHF UHF contest logs too, so easy to enter both contests from the one log. The Ross Hull contest is a VHF UHF and higher DX contest with points awarded for distances worked. There are also band multipliers to encourage activity on the higher bands. The aim of the contest is to encourage and reward achievement in working the greatest possible distances on VHF, UHF and microwave bands. Currently, we have some magical six-metre openings to North, Central and South America, the Pacific, Japan, the Middle East and even Europe. For rules and, and sections to be entered can be found on the WIA website. 
Logs are due in the 14th of February, 2359 UTC. Email your log to Hull at wia.org.au. The Australia Day contest is back on again this year, given the huge participation last year with some new distance rules being implemented and the inclusion of FT8 and FT4. The aim of the contest is to encourage amateurs in VK to contact other amateurs around the world. Some VK operators will be using the AX prefix to celebrate Australia Day. Some will be using the special VJ and VL prefixes, which are sought after around the world also. Others may just use the traditional and well-known VK prefix. Scoring is distance-based and calculated using a four-character grid square. It will be held on Australia Day, being 26th of January, which is actually going to be 2200 Zulu, 25th of January to uh, 1000 Zulu, 26th of January. For full rules and sections to enter, see the WIA website. Thanks go to Alan Shannon, VK4SN, for his continued support of the WIA contests. Submitted logs and results can be viewed at vklogchecker.com. The WIA Buy, Sell, Swap Facility Hamads is online at www.hamads.com.au where you can register. It was established for the use of both WIA members and non-members. It will grow as more users come online and it's used as a confident, safer trading environment. The WA Board reconvenes with the first board meeting of 2023 on January the 10th via online video. If you have any questions, ideas or wish to volunteer and join a working group or committee, send an email to nationaloffice at wia.org.au with a brief description of your skills on offer. Well, that's it. That's all for this week. For now, 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service on VK1WIA. Now, operational news with VK4FUQ. Felix. Hello there. 2022 ended with the highest monthly sunspot number in seven years. For the 35th month in a row, Solar Cycle 25 is outperforming the official forecast, so no excuse not to get on the air. Now, contest wise, 2023. 1 to 31 January, Ross Hall Memorial VHF UHF DX Contest Marathon. Andrew Smile Brad on every contest day, but the final score is based on the best seven days nominated by the entrant. For amateurs with limited operating time, there is also a best two days section. Logs due in 14 February. 14 15 January, Summer VHF UHF Field Day. 0100 hours UTC Saturday to 0059 hours UTC Sunday. But in VK6, add three hours onto the start and end times. 26 January, Australia Day Contest. This contest is to encourage amateur radio activity around the world and is designed to encourage friendly participation and help improve the operating skills of participants. Amateurs in VK will endeavour to contact other amateurs around the world. VK operators can use the AX prefix as they celebrate Australia Day. Scoring is distance-based, calculated using four-character grid squares. Contest is held on the Australia Day public holiday 
26 January March 1819, the third weekend John Moyle Field Day UTC 0100 hours Saturday to 0059 hours UTC Sunday DX Window Bonaire PJ4 stroke DD0VR is on the air until next Friday, January 13. QSL via DD0VR. Special stations SP90 Enigma and SP90 ENG are active until next Sunday, the 15th of January, to mark the 90th anniversary since Polish cryptologists first broke the Enigma cipher. For SP90 Enigma, QSL via SP3 PGR. For SP90 ENG, QSL via SP3 PDO. Be listening for Earl, WA3DX operating from Senegal until January the 20th, mainly using FT8. He will use his home call with a prefix. In Dakar, he will use the prefix 6W1. In Mbao, he will use 6W7. On Kaolak and Salem Islands, IOTA number AF045, his prefix will be 6W6. Send QSL direct to WA3DX or via logbook of the world. In the Gamba, operating is C5YK until February the 24th. Listen on 20, 17, 15, 12 and 10 metres. Mostly using the digital modes. QSL via LOTW and EQSL or to home call ON7YK direct or via the Bureau. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service on VK1WIA. Now, international news with VK2LAW Jason. Hello. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, RAC, ARRL, NZART, EHAM, Amateur Radio Newsline, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Commencing news from Region 1 in the United Kingdom, the BBC plans for future without broadcasting. What happens if the British Broadcasting Corporation stops broadcasting? According to BBC Director-General Tim Davey, that question isn't rhetorical and instead points towards the future of one of the world's most storied broadcasters. For the BBC, internet-only distribution is an opportunity to connect more deeply with our audiences and to provide them with better services and choice than broadcast allows. It provides significant editorial opportunities. A switch-off of broadcast will and should happen over time, and we should be active in planning for it, Tim Davey said. Davey's speech before the Royal Television Society came 100 years and 23 days after the BBC's first broadcast, but it focused on the challenges and opportunities the broadcaster faces today. In Davies' vision, the United Kingdom and the BBC must begin work today to prepare for an internet-only future. This will involve ensuring every British household is connected via fixed-line broadband 
and full national 4G, 5G wireless coverage. To news from Region 2, in the USA, the Southwest Ohio DX Association has launched a program that recognises the hams who help other hams achieve their first 100 confirmed DX entities. The amateur receiving the assistance must be under the age of 30 and the DX Association has specifically designed the award this way to target those who help younger amateurs and ensure they continue to be encouraged and active in the hobby even after receiving their ARRL-run DXCC certificate. The intent of targeting this audience of younger amateurs is to attract and retain those operators who are most likely to remain engaged in the hobby after achieving DXCC. The DX Mentor Recognition Program has the support of the Northern California DX Foundation and the International DX Association. Both groups are providing representatives on the judging committee the award will be presented during Dayton Hamvention in May. In news from Region 3 in Malaysia, the Malaysian Communication and Multimedia Commission, MCMC, have introduced changes to the amateur radio operation structure effective January 1, 2023 to ensure the certification in Malaysia is in line with the practice in other countries. MCMC said the changes include examination format, examination syllabus, qualification requirements to sit for the examinations and the introduction of Class C. It also involves the Morse code examination to upgrade to Class A, which is now replaced by a computerised multiple choice exam and the use of frequency and beam power limits for each class. MCMC said the changes were also aimed at encouraging students' interest in the fields of science, technology, engineering and mathematics, STEM, through amateur radio, which could lead to the rise of amateur radio operators who can help during disasters. The Malaysian regulator MCMC also announced that it had published a handbook on Amateur Radio First Edition as an additional reference to those interested to sit for the Amateur Radio examinations. A question bank was also created by MCMC for all three Amateur Radio classes to provide exposure to the public on examples of examination questions as well as to assist candidates to prepare in advance. Somewhere in the Pacific, well, to be precise, it's to the Republic of Palau, an island, country and microstate in the Western Pacific. The nation has approximately 340 islands and connects the western chain of Caroline Islands with parts of the Federated States of Micronesia. Construction of a new shortwave radar for the US Air Force is currently underway on Palau. This was announced by the U.S. Ministry of Defence at the end of December 2022. Over-the-horizon radars already topped the list of reported intruders on our exclusive HF amateur radio bands. So looks or listens like, by the end of 2026, no more QRM. This long-range radar called Tactical Mobile Over-the-Horizon Radar will play a special role in monitoring Chinese activities in the Pacific and the South China Sea. According to the publication The War Zone, 
the Palau OTHR will consist of a remote control transmitting site and a separate receiving site consisting of 128 dual monopole antenna elements. And wrapping up international news from India, goodbye Bluetooth, the most common short-range wireless data exchange technology, is now set to face the threat of extinction, unleashed by a scientist from Bankura with his new micro-device that's set to serve the digital gadget soon. The scientist has been offered the patent for a revolutionary wireless antenna that can help data transfer 100 times faster than Bluetooth. Super compact ultra-wideband UWB antenna, the micro-device is developed by Professor Shrikanta Pal. Finally, in October, he was awarded the patent right by Centre Patents Office, for which Professor Pal had applied in July 2013. Professor Pal said this is the world's smallest antenna. It's sized 14mm by 11mm, with about 10 to 1 bandwidth. It has almost a constant impedance bandwidth, gain and omnidirectional radiation pattern. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Who listens to radio? I'm Amanda, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray. I am Pete, VK2LP. Hi, this is Stephen, VK3SN. This is Alan, VK4 Hotel India Tango. I'm Gordon, VK4 VP. I'm Phil, VK6 Golf X-Ray. Media Watch, I'm Graham, VK4BB, and Spotify Player brings back physical media. Keeping all your tunes with you these days is a lot more convenient, but have we lost something with dematerialisation? Geordie Parrott, no, not the Spanish basketball player, but freelance principal designer at Spotify, felt there was something lacking with the digital music experience and has now designed a Spotify player with a tactile interface. Hackaday are reporting specific playlists are selected via small RFID tags that look like a cross between the old audio formats mini disc and vinyl records. As this is a prototype, an Arduino reads the RFID tag but needs a computer to actually play the Spotify playlist. Future iterations could include an integrated speaker and run LibSpotify to create a self-contained device. While there is still work to do for a fully seamless experience, we love the details in this industrial design of the project. Clean, simple lines and a combination of wood and more modern material make this feel like a timeless piece of tech. Check out LibSpotify for more details. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service on VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3GTV. Cole. Hello. Today we start with defence. The Tark Inc. will yet again be involved with the Defence Welcome and Information Expo run by the Townsville Office of the Defence Member and Family Support Section on Saturday the 11th of February at Murray Stadium from 10am to 1pm. 
The club will be drawing on expertise gained from participation in previous expos to show defence members and their families currently residing or new to the region some of the aspects of the wonderful world of amateur radio. It's hoped to demonstrate the hobby through a mixture of static, dynamic and interactive displays with members experienced in many facets of the hobby able to provide meaningful answers and guidance for those attending the expo. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. SpaceX closed out 2022, successfully launching its 61st Falcon-class mission of the year. The flight-seasoned B-1061 core, which becomes only the sixth Falcon 9 to log an 11th launch, took flight from Space Launch Complex 4E at Vandenberg Space Force Base, laden with the Eros C-3 electro-optical reconnaissance satellite for Israel's Ministry of Defence. B-1061 first took flight from the East Coast back in November 2020, lifting Dragon Resilience and Crew-1 astronauts Mike Hopkins, Victor Glover and Shannon Walker of NASA, plus Japan's Soichi Noguchi, to the International Space Station. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, Antarctica AN-016. QRV is RI-1ANC from Vostok Station, IOTA AN-016, until March 2024. Yes, 2024. And also on air, RI-30ANT, January to March 31st, 2023, this year. Activity is in their spare time on various bands using CW, SSB and various digital modes. QSL, RI-1ANC via RN10N and RI30ANT via RZ3EC. Still with IOTA, India IOTA AS153. Members of the West Bengal Radio Club are QRV as AT2WBRC from Sagar Island, IOTA AS153, until Tuesday, January 17. QSL via VU2JFA. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Again, this week, Clive needs a word. Just a reminder that there is no Radio Amateur's Old Timers Club of Australia's bulletin this month. The first RAOTC bulletin for this year will be on Monday, February the 6th. However, in VK6, there will be the usual monthly lunchtime gathering for members and friends of the RAOTC in the Perth area in two days' time on Tuesday, January the 10th. This will be at the new venue, the Woodbridge Hotel, 50 East Street, East Guildford, starting at about midday. Everyone's welcome to come along and have an eyeball QSO, and the well-priced menu, including seniors' specials, can be viewed online by googling Woodbridge Hotel, Guildford, WA. Limited car parking is available, but if travelling to the Woodbridge Hotel by train, remember to alight at the Guildford East station. The hotel is located close to the intersection of Swan Street East and the Great Eastern Highway, just a short walk southeast of the station. For more details, contact Luncheon Coordinator Phil, VK6ZKO, at pbcasper at bigpond.com. That's Papa, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Sierra, Papa, Echo, Romeo, pbcasper at bigpond.com.
73 from Clive VK6CSW. Actually, he had several words. Thanks, Clive. And for more details, visit the RAOTC website, raotc.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA. 768 teams enter the Astro Pi Mission Space Lab 2022-23. Alec, VK2APC, has the nitty-gritty. Thank you, Cole. Last year, 768 teams made up of 3,086 young people from 23 countries sent Raspberry Pi their ideas for experiments to run on board the International Space Station for Astro Pi Mission Space Lab. Mission Space Lab is part of the European AstroPi Challenge, an ESA education program run in collaboration with Raspberry Pi Foundation. Mission Space Lab teams could choose between life on Earth and life in space for their experiment idea. A panel of 25 judges from the Raspberry Pi Foundation and ESA Education assessed the submitted ideas. They were restricted in how many teams could be accommodated as time to run experiments on board the ISS is limited, especially for life on Earth experiments, which need time in a nadir window. The standard of the submitted ideas was higher than ever, making this the toughest judging yet. The judges were delighted to announce that 486 teams will move on to Phase 2 of Mission Space Lab writing the code for their experiments. All the teams whose experiment ideas were selected will receive a special AstroPi hardware kit, customized to their idea, to help them write and test the Python programs to execute their experiments. Once the teams of young people have received their kits, they can familiarize themselves with the AstroPi hardware and then create and test and retest their programs. For VK1 WIA National News, I am Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Now, just repeating, repeating, the VK2 RCN 2 meter repeater is back on air, operating from the new Telegraph Point site. Telegraph Point is a small village on the north coast of New South Wales, located on the Pacific Highway north of Port Macquarie. Those who have seen more solar cycles than most will no doubt recall the old Hacks vehicular ferry. But back to the repeater VK2RCN. It's on 147.0 MHz with the usual negative 600 kHz offset, but no tone is required for access. It's been very active and is providing excellent coverage. On 70 centimetres, 438.525 MHz temporarily is running in the FM mode to enable UHF coverage to be assessed. It's operating with minus 5 MHz offset and 123 Hz CTCSS required for access. This will be replaced by the Radnet DMR repeater early in the year. The site will be formally commissioned later in the month once fit-out of the equipment shelter has been completed and all the VK2 RCN repeaters have been permanently installed and tested. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au.
across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Melbourne, it can be heard on VK3REC 147.175 MHz at 9.30am. I'm Peter, VK3YE. And now to the social scene, and of course the year 2023. Now, there are only two ham events in Australia for the whole year that we've been informed of. That is, VK3, the Barg Ham Fest, happening February 5 at the Barg Club Rooms, and in November, November 4 and 5, in Hobart, Alaramit 2023. All WIA-affiliated clubs are welcome to submit text and audio for this section. So, if you know the date of an event... Send us the story as soon as possible to WIA. I'm BB going QRT. Walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.